The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Please visit pod617.com to learn about our podcast production services and view our full lineup of shows. From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's Boston Sports Therapy with Andy Bernstein, David Yaz, and a rotating cast of characters. Now here's Andy and Yaz. Welcome, everyone, to Boston Sports Therapy. This is your host, David Yaz. I'm here with my co-host, my able assistant, Tonto to my Lone Ranger, perhaps, the great Andy Bernstein. Andy, please say hello. Hello, Dave. How are you? Not too bad. I'm not That's too bad. Good. I love the, the applause. Fantastic. Well, the, the phony applause was all we could afford. We're, we're broadcasting from a, an undisclosed location, a sports therapy bunker. Like if bat, you will, bat cave. like the Bat Cave, except it's the Dave Cave the because Dave it's, cave. it is mine. But so we have been uh, talking about this podcast. It, you, listen, ladies and gentlemen, you are witnessing uh, or hearing, uh, to be technical about it, podcast history. Is it not? It absolutely. Is it not? So, so we are sports fanatics, right? We live and breathe sports, and. It is the, to me, it is the um, fuel that powers my fun meter. How much fun I'm having in life often depends on how my team's doing. Of course. Either that or, or maybe my son's Little League or some such thing. But it's sports it, related. It's sports related. Right. And then we're not ashamed to say that, right? Absolutely. Okay. So, and yet, um, sometimes, we don't want to malign anyone in the Boston sports media, but... Sometimes it, it, you can grow fatigued of the um, same same stuff. Same stuff. The over analysis, the bickering, the constant bickering. Andy, the what vitriol. can we do? The vitriol. The vitriol. The mean spiritedness. Yes. Yes. All of which. See, our studio audience can't stand it either. It stinks and it sucks. And it stinks. <laughs> it sucks. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's get right to um, our first segment, which we're going to call Flip the Script. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. All right. The fight is on. And what we're going to do here is we throw out a topic. Andy takes one position. I take the counter position. We put a minute. What do you think? A minute? 90 seconds? Two uh, minutes? Two minutes. All right, two, you have two minute minutes. minute goes way fast. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So this is like debate team. Like, Okay, so what's the subject? Uh, the Patriots and the division they play in. Okay, so resolved, as they say in the debate world. I, don't, I haven't debated since fifth grade. But uh, the, the premise is the Patriots dynasty is overrated yes. given the weakness of their division. And, yeah. you, and you'll be taking the pro- in Correct. Round one, you'll be taking the, the pro position, and I will be arguing against it. But then, the genius of the segment is, we're going to reverse it. So, are you, are you ready? Yeah, You're, my, what are you doing? You're I gathering get statistics? My notes. I want to get my notes. He has notes. I See, do have this notes. man does not need notes. Meaning me, I don't need notes. Okay. No, fun. well, no, because there's, there's statistics. So, I'm watching the game the other statistics, night. Statistics, lies, and... Damn lies. All right, are we ready? Yep, are you, are you ready. beginning your argument? I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready. here we go. This is really the start of it. Two minutes on the clock. There you go. All right, so I'm watching the game the other night, and I heard that the Patriots are 79 and 16 against AFC East opponents since 2003. 
Now, my argument is is that being I'm a Steeler fan, and being mm-hmm. being a Steeler fan. Glad I control the soundboard. Go ahead, okay. continue. Okay, being a, being a Steeler fan. Yep. I'm like, you know, the Steelers division is so difficult. You have Cincinnati, who's a dirty team. You have Baltimore, who's a very tough team, mm-hmm. and you have Cleveland, right? The Bills, the Jets, the Dolphins all suck, have sucked for years. They don't get the Brady, right? So basically they have five Mm. wins. They basically get a handicap going into it. Okay. And I think that basically gives them home field advantage. Yeah. Were you talking about in the playoffs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they they continue to win. Right. Um, and, And so what I found out is... And I disagree with the argument is that mm. the uh, Peter King was saying that they actually be- dominate against the rest of the league as well. Yeah, but I don't buy it okay. because Tell I think because I think Brady gets he's protected. He's mm. protected and he doesn't take the beatings. And I think that's why the Patriots get spotted a five game. Very good. You know what? You only needed ninety seconds. Okay. You want to conclude? No. We'll allow you a conclusion. No, no. no? That's no. it? That says it? Okay. Yeah. So I basically corrected myself <laughs> by it's learning. It's called point-counterpoint. Yeah. Wait. So you surrender? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not surrendering. <laughs> I'm just saying that I learned about their other statistics against other teams in the league. Yeah. No, I'm with you. But but you still don't buy it. I still don't buy okay. it. Okay. Because I think it's a distinct advantage All right. for them. Well, in the words of uh, Jules from Pulp Fiction, allow me to retort. All right. As a Patriots fan, we are sick and tired of hearing how the AFC East is the AFC least and it's a bunch of marshmallows. First of all, the reason why these teams suck and have terrible records is because the Patriots are in the division. So you get two automatic losses because you're playing against the genius of Bill Belichick and and the absolute (laughs) magic of football Jesus, Tom Brady, and when you have to face them twice in season, of course you're gonna suck. So it's a it's a cause and effect kind of thing. Uh, secondly, you play the schedule. The Patriots can't control who's on the schedule, right? And so to the to the notion that they don't beat good teams, we have five Super Bowls! We've beat every team, we beat all comers. By the time you get to the playoffs, you have to play the most difficult road. And so it's not as if that um, it's not like college football where you load your you know schedule up with marshmallows and then at the end of the year some stupid panel decides you know who is the the world champion or at least who who gets to go to the four game playoff. Wait, how's my time? Oh, my phone shut off. Um, and uh, what else do I? Uh, I will conclude by saying um, we make no apologies in New England. Because teams ebb and flow. Sometimes they suck. Sometimes they're great. And AFC East is no exception to that. And we are in a position to win the Super Bowl every year. Thank you very much. I I, uh, surrender the rest of my time. Okay. I think I went over. All right. So now... I'm gonna... I'm gonna be... Now now is when it gets interesting, Andy. All right. Are you prepared? I am prepared. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go go first? You'll go first. I'll I'll go first. So now... We're flipping the script. Okay. And uh, now, pro Patriots. All right. So, okay. So, I've lived here for 14 years, and 
I appreciate the Patriots' excellence because the things that the Patriots do that other teams don't do is the Patriots don't beat themselves. And they are um, methodical. They practice, like Belichick always says, you, you play like you practice. Mm-hmm. And the fact is, is that if you go around the league and you look at what the other coaches do, you know, who did the Patriots lose to this season? Tennessee, Tennessee. and Detroit. Matt Patricia, Mike Vrabel. Yeah. Right. And uh, Jacksonville very early in the season. And Jacksonville, yep. Tom Coughlin. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So you have you have three people who Is Coughlin still alive? If he were he alive, alive if he were alive, he'd be very proud of the job. He would be very well, alive. Well he's up and he's upstairs somewhere. Coughlin, you're taking up my time. You're right, right I am. You're, Sorry. You're, Go ahead. Don't distract me. And <laughs> and and here's the but here's the thing about um, that. I think a lot of the page the, the coaches in the league suck. I don't think that they put the time in that the Patriots do. I will not have you malign Hugh Jackson like that. Sorry, guy. I know. He was a <laughs> passive-aggressive move for Cincinnati to bring him back. But I really do believe that the Patriots um, are so head and shoulders above with their game preparation, starting with Belichick and Brady. I mean, and the players are all bought in. How do you, how do you explain this AFC East thing? I, I, I mean, it's luck of the draw. I mean, that's the division they play in. Which is, you know, these teams are inept. All right. Well done. Not bad. Now First you're up. On a, I know I'm up. All I know right. I'm up. All I'm, right. I'm warming up my, uh, warming up the pipes here. And, uh, <clears throat> all right. Sibilance. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> all right, here we go. Go. Hit the bell. All right. The, uh, the Patriots have established a dynasty I don't think anyone disputes that but it has been on the back of marshmallows and tomato cans and the you you might think that it it's not a big deal in other words the Patriots can roll through a regular season playing these terrible teams with like you know basically four, how many teams are there in the AL East there uh, five or four the AL East the, the AL East the AFC East Four. Where are they? They're four. Okay, so so you, you like we're talking like six, sort of six automatic wins. Remember when the Colts used to be in the, the AFCs? Okay, I, I do. Dig, I digress. I do because yeah. you know why? Yeah. Because growing up in Baltimore, they used to come on at two o'clock in the afternoon, right. the home games, so they would be blacked out. Yeah. But but I remember when Randy McMillan lit up the Patriots at whatever. Yeah, okay. we sucked back then. All right, but go ahead. now you're taking up my time. All, All right. right, so. <laughs> However, here's the thing. Mr. If Ham. you look at the Patriots, and I have the I have the five um, framed covers of Sports Illustrated marking the Patriots various. You see that, Andy, over there? That shrine up there? I do. Up on the upper level, yeah. Um, it's like a museum. Here's the thing. Yeah. If they don't have the benefit of those a- AFC East marshmallows, they don't get there, and they might not get any of them, and this is why. That many automatic wins per year is going to put them, is going to get them a first round bye, and is going to get them home field advantage. And the Patriots have never won the Super Bowl as a wild card. Without those marshmallows, they don't get there and they don't win. Thank you. Thank you. And by the way, I don't believe that at all. By the time the Steelers get to the playoffs, they're all banged up. Yeah. They're all banged up. That's all my point is, is that, you know, the Patriots have an. Yeah, but but then there's sometimes the reverse too. Like the time the Bengals looked like they were headed for the playoffs, and then Carson Palmer, Carson Palmer goes back to pass, and your boy Kyle Van Offenhofen or whatever his name chemo. is. Chemo, <laughs> which is really fucked up. But it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, chemo. Yeah, 
Chemo. Oh, Chemo. oh, that's <laughs> as if he weren't evil enough. Right. His name is Chemo. Chemo yes. von Olahoffen. Van yeah. Olahoffen. Yeah. That, that that's like a villain from a Bond. Film. I am Chemo von Olahoffen. <laughs> know, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah. Because we're 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 having a debate. I think yeah. you didn't. I think <laughs> it's a tie. I agree. All right. Yes, I agree. Okay. Um, all right. Let's take a break. Let's take a break, and uh, we'll be right back. Stay with us on Boston Sports Therapy. What up, gangsters? From Pod617.com, it's Shawshanked, the podcast. I'm your host, Uncle Buck. Nick Stevens. You want to talk to God? Let's go see him together. Matty Blake. Come on, do it. Kill me. It's Georgie Kip. This movie has everything. Kiss masks. Lee Trevino. Shawshanked. Movies that you get. Shawshanked by Shawshanked. I guess I just miss my friend. Shawshanked. Make sure to check for new episodes of Shawshanked regularly at pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. In pod, we trust. Welcome back to Boston Sports Therapy, your daily sports fix of therapy, all things Boston sports. This is David Yaz. Per usual, I'm here with Andy, my sidekick, my cohort, Tonto to my Lone Ranger, Andy Bernstein. What's up, man? How are you? I'm pretty good. Now we we don't reveal this all the time on the podcast, but you you didn't actually you weren't actually born in Boston. I was not. Where were you born? Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, good lord! We have to do this, Andy, here in Boston. So, nevertheless, you I consider you a bit of a convert. I am. You, you appreciate all things Boston, no doubt, and, and sports. Yeah. The the highs, the lows. Yeah. Although you do root for the Steelers, but you know what? I respect Steelers fans. I do. And we respect the Patriot fans. No, mm. your nose is growing. Anyway, I buried the lead because we have uh, talent in the studio at the Pod 617 Studios, and it's the great John Meter Perel. John. Gentlemen, I'm inspired. Happy Hanukkah, first and foremost. Thank you very much. Uh, yep. Yes. Have it you is. seen the new Adam Sandler Bar Mitzvah Boy song? No. I have not for one, no. On the Netflix Good? special. Oh. And oh, okay. also available on Twitter at Adam Sandler. Not that I'm, you know, enhancing his 18 million followers. Yeah, he needs more. <laughs> right. Needs right. More. Yeah. yeah. You must watch. Okay. Bar Mitzvah Boy. Bar Mitzvah Boy. Okay. All right. Because I've seen his net. He has a new Netflix uh, special, stand-up special, which I've seen, which is excellent. Um, and I'm not even a Sandler fan. The whole Billy Madison thing was a little off the rails for me. But um, he does. Uh, tap just- tap tappy. Yeah, very well. Very all that, all that business. Want I like to this, touch Stein. I, yeah, that was, uh, was a bit much. I liked his albums, but this Netflix special is very creative. He, his bits are really short and funny, and um, and he does a very actually a, a, a genuinely touching tribute to Chris Farley, which was cool. Um, but yeah, he's he, he's he's on Hanukkah Mountain, and he's like the yeah. only guy there. I mean, a, a lot a of great Christmas songs. Cottage industry. It, it yeah. I mean, it, we're, I'm waiting for you know whoever the, the next great Hanukkah song is. Anyway, so meters here, and your meter, your sport for joining us. If you don't mind, uh, tell us what you're up to these days besides the notable podcast on Pod Six One Seven. Of course, the meter is running with Shira Springer. But tell us uh, what else is going on. Well, I'm uh, pretty busy. I'm still, of course, at Boston College calling their football games. They're yes. going to the uh, bowl that you've known now as the Pro First Responders Bowl. It, okay. Fill are we, your own. Are, are we joking or is there. that true? That is correct. Oh, my God. It used to be the Heart of Dallas Bowl. <laughs> That's right. Oh, Lord. Okay. The heart Played of at the Bowl. Cotton Bowl, which is a venerable facility. Still I've been there, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I in, was at the Cotton Bowl once where Miami dismantled uh, Texas, who we were rooting for. 
Well, but I if digress. you're in Texas, you have to root for the Longhorns. I guess. Uh, of course, or Hook A&M. Yeah. Them. But yeah. so I'm doing that, and of course, I am uh, still a professor there. Uh, in, in the uh, sports what do you teach broadcasting and sports journalism wow. realm. Nice. Mm-hmm. We'll have to get two podcasting geniuses in for a uh, session, perhaps. Will there, be the ref- will there be refreshments, snacks provided? Of course. Okay, we'll be there. frivolity we're as well, there. Dave. Okay, good. So as long as you're there. <laughs> yeah. I buried the lead, though. I was just sure. recently hired by ESPN. All uh, right, to, meter. To Very nice. Fantastic. College yeah. basketball play-by-play. Thank you. I don't have the... Uh, the ESPN sound effect. Who does it? Let's do it. No, 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 no. I should have that. You don't have Jock Jams from 1993? Not that I know. What was the whoop there? It is. Whoop, there it is. Yeah. Oh, it was that Tag team. Yeah, tag team. You named the stadium anthem. It was on it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, that was in there. I used to listen to that. My wife at the time, my wife of the moment. My wife. Uh, used to make fun of me and say that I couldn't listen to music it's without. Like Larry King, isn't it? Without... <laughs> right. <laughs> you would know the the author of King's Things, King's the, Things. the great comedy bit back on on when oh, you used man. to do that on EEI. That was tremendous. That. It's too bad Larry came have. up with the first. I didn't. You, you wrote those, right? Did you I write wrote those? Them, wrote them myself. Can I tell you, Meaner? I'm such a fan of yours. I remember specific King's Things, but the the my favorite. <laughs> Whatever was when the Patriots were facing. It was leading up to the Patriots facing the Panthers in the Super Bowl. The Panthers quarterbacked, of course, by Jake Delhomme. Jake Delhomme, sorry, Jake Delhomme. And uh, Meter, as one of your 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 parody, uh, Larry King, yes, um, remembrances or whatever his little observations. You said I'd give my left arm to be able to throw a spiral like Jack Delhomme. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, that was that was brilliant. Nothing short of brilliant. Hey, you know what? Trying to blaze a trail on you Dennis did. and Callahan. Thank you, though. But but at but at any rate, we we uh, we have a mission here, and uh, this is a bit we do on Boston Sports Therapy from time to time. Boston Sports Therapy Theater. I like it. That's right. And so the idea here is the the idea uh, must be from Boston. The idea yeah. is we take we take a sports team. Uh, Perhaps a notable season in Boston sports history, or or not. But we ha- but heck, we've got the ultimate example. The the champagne is still barely dry after the Red Sox 2018 World Series title, and we thought we'd imagine if we had to cast a movie about the 2018 Red Sox season. You with me, everybody? Right? And we're gonna, ca- right. We're gonna cast it me yet. with with actual Hollywood actors <laughs> who we would cast in certain roles, um, bearing in mind. We are going to cast this film as a romantic comedy. Ooh. That's right. That's the twist. That's, a tough That's one. the cruel twist. That is cruel. And you will hear the actual trailer performed by this, the Boston Sports Therapy Theaters narrator for the trailer. Of See, course, if Nora Ephron was still alive. If she, <laughs> she would produce and direct this. She uh, right. Yes, when Harry met Sally could be when. Mookie met Alex. Wow, be. we might have a title there. Oh, a my winner. God. Hold on. Give myself a title. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Not bad so, for a pen grad. All right. Mm-hmm. So the casting's easy. We got four parts. We got uh, Cora, Kimbrell, Price, and Benintendi for this particular trailer. So I need you to uh, – we need to uh, marshal our uh, pop, pop culture skills here, guys. Alex Cora. Okay, so he, he's a Hispanic gentleman. Okay. All right. So you got one, Andy? Go. Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> That's a good That's one. That's a good nominee. I don't know if we're going to top that. Also, uh, his summer catch. 
Oh yes. my so god! A forgettable it's movie. About the Cape pitch, Cod, uh, wow! I think it was filmed in Myrtle Beach. Was it? Yes. The Merman. Oh god! <laughs> and Kirk my, Cowdy did a, get a guest appearance in that. I, I did not. Cameo. I'll, I'll have you know, my dad, the great Saul Yaz, was uh, and still is affiliated with Cape Cod League Baseball. He, he he's the manager of the the uh, the umpires, and. Um, but at the time, the people in the Cape League thought it was going to be the great Cape Cod League movie, Summer Catch. And, and so, like, a nice, you know, nostalgic look at baseball, the wooden bats, you know, the, the smell of grass in the air. And then the trailer comes out, and it's like a, a bunch of young baseball. They play hard, and they party hard. <laughs> Summer Catch. All right. Anything with Jessica Biel? Oh. Sign me up. Oh. <laughs> yes. Um, She's so let's move on because because we're not going to beat Freddie Prince Freddie Jr. Prince as as well Alex done. Thank Laura. you, thank you, thank you. Write that into your script meter, Freddie Prince Freddie Jr. Prince. Yes. Okay. So now uh, not Freddie Prince Jr. That would be a, that would no, be a script. it wouldn't work. Uh, Chico and the man. Craig. Craig. Right. Yes. Rest in peace, Craig. Uh, Craig Kimbrell. Craig Kimbrell. So he's got the beard. Is 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 his hair actually? I'm colorblind. Is his hair actually red it's or red. reddish? Um, I'm trying to think of an actor with red hair. Oh, I got Nothing's one. coming to mind. What do you got? Danny Bonaducci. Sold, sold. That's called stunt casting. Exactly. Danny Bonaducci is twisted. Yes. And, and he's, he's a nervous sort. He yes. this off, right? So you have kid, to be a little off to be a closer anyway. You have to be off anyway. a little... Uh, yeah, right. not, you know, he's not Mitch Williams, but he's got, he's got a little right. nervous a little, tick to him. Right. A little mashuggy. Done and done. Done and done. Uh, third out of four, David Price. David Price. So David Price, he's a just a morose. Sl- yeah, he's kind of down, slender gentleman, laconic. He, so you got one in? I got two. Go, go ahead. What do you got? <laughs> Talking to the microphone. This er- is a podcast. Eric LaSalle. Who's Eric LaSalle? Oh, Phone oh yes, ER. from ER. Wow, that's a good call. Okay, and I got another one. Go ahead. Cuba Gooding Jr. I think we go with Eric LaSalle. Well, the, here's the problem with Eric LaSalle, though. Yeah. Well, like Bonaduce, they're both washed up. Are, are we looking for star power here? <laughs> well, I, mean, I don't know. We're giving like, second chances. Reclamation. Star power. Eh, Reclamation. You, you know how, like, you know, Michael Keaton made the big comeback in Birdman. Travolta and so, uh, Pulp Fiction. In Travolta a couple times, but, yeah, most notably in Pulp Fiction. I say we give Eric LaSalle right, a give shot. Eric LaSalle a nod? Because he looks more, he actually looks more like, a little more like Price than uh, Cuba. I mean, cute, I don't uh, think you stopped uh, Juliana Margulies. No, I, uh, else on that show. <laughs> she was better on The Sopranos as uh, uh, what was her name? Uh, Juliana Huff. No, no, no. Ju- no, no, no. Uh, on The Sopranos. Skiff. Wait, Ju- Juliana Margulies was on The Sopranos. Yeah, she was uh, uh, Christopher's Tony's- girlfriend. He met in AA. Oh wow! I forgot that's yes. that's like one of the that's probably well like the done. fifth or sixth seasons. Yeah. Wait, after Adriana got the, you know what? Yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry. Spoiler alert. If you <laughs> yeah. haven't seen The Sopranos, 2003, it, it doesn't everybody. doesn't work right? out well for Adriana. Um, okay, but we digress. Um, Eric LaSalle was actually in a sports movie. Man- be- Manigault. Oh my God, Andy. Earl Manigault. Can't yeah. Be- yeah. There was there was a very good Andy. There Earl was the goat? there was a HBO movie I want to say about Earl the Goat Manigault and. And Manigo was played by Don Cheadle, if I'm not mistaken. The, the great Don Cheadle. The great Don Cheadle. Sammy Davis Jr. Don Cheadle wouldn't be bad as David Price. Oh, uh, that's wait star a power. Wait that's a star minute. power. That is star. The... All right. Overruled. Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. As, I'm not David sure, as Larry Price. King would say, enough, is but... Don Cheadle amphibious? <laughs> <laughs> Can he pitch left? Garlic. Can he pitch lefty? 
Well, Eric LaSalle played one of Earl Banagos' buddies and in and and, and the movie played a great high school hoop player. And Eric LaSalle is completely uncoordinated. It was barely believable. Anyway, so we move on. Sorry, but Eric LaSalle is a great call. But we're going to go Don Cheadle as David Price. And finally, we just need Andrew Benintendi, our young left fielder. Kind of baby-faced, all-American. Um, could be um, who's... Uh, Oh, just one of the good-looking guys. Oh, Zach Efron. Oh, I like it. That's strong. I don't know if I was going to say that. Fred Lynn. Fred... <laughs> well, Fred Lynn's available, but he's also like fifty-six I years know. old. Um, yeah, Freddie. All right, Freddie could be a good, you know, stunt stunt, stunt double man. for Zach right. Efron. Technical coordinator. Yes. All right. Well done, Zach Efron. Uh, famous for it's High School one. Musical and a few other things. And Dirty As, Grandpa. And Dirty. Oh, was he in Dirty Grandpa? Yes, okay. he was. Zac Efron. He's a laugh uh, a minute. Oh, by the way, the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, since we're on Zac Efron, we, we spend a lot of time on him on this podcast. I mean, huh, how, how many times have we not? No. Tip, little tip, little un, un, uh, forgotten movie, if you guys haven't seen it. A movie called Parkland, which is about the JFK assassination, told through four different lenses. One was... Um, told through Jackie O's eyes. What sort of four stories running concurrently, and like we haven't had enough JFK stories, right? But um, one told through J- uh, Jackie's eyes, one told through the young intern's eyes, the, the intern who was on duty when they brought in JFK to Parkland Hospital, played by Zac Efron um, early in his career, surprisingly good, surprisingly convincing. convincing. Uh, the other lens was um, uh, Oswald's brother, who unbeknownst to me until I saw this film, never believed his brother was innocent for a minute. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's very interesting. And then the fourth one was uh, Abraham Zapruder, and how shooting that movie actually um, changed his life. So, Parkland, check it out. Good I don't to get, know. I, don't get I am going to the grassy knoll in a couple of days. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I am. Are the, you really? For the bowl. It's legit. For the, for bowl. the bowl, yes. Yeah. The Serpro First Responders Bowl. And it goes back to it that. Rolls off the tongue, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It was the Ticket City Bowl at one point, wasn't it? Look at this guy. I, is that right? I think it what's might the, have what's been. The, what's we'll my, it was the Heart of Dallas Bowl before this one. Okay. And it might have been Ticket City Ticket. before that one. You know who used to play in the Cotton Bowl? Um, lots of players from Texas, but I don't know who. Who? The Cowboys played in the Cotton Bowl. Oh, the Bowl. Cup, yes, the, the, that was their home? Yeah, I'll take your word for it. Before they built the right. guys, we're in the middle. We're life. in the middle yeah. of a movie trailer here. I'm okay, sorry. I'm so sorry. we have our cast. We have Freddie Prince Jr. as Alex Cora. We have who do we have playing Craig, Craig Kimbrell? Meter, you have that information. We have Danny Bonaducci. Danny Bonaducci. We have Don Cheadle as David Price, and we have Zach Efron as Andrew Benintendi. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, you'll hear the trailer for the Red Sox 2018 World Series season. If it were a romantic comedy, stay tuned. Hey everybody, what's up? This is Deborah DeFrancesco, and you gotta check out my new podcast, The Bitchless Bride Podcast. Woohoo! You don't have to turn into an hysterical hot mess on the most important day of your life. And on my show, you'll hear lots of great tips to make your weddings thoughtful, respectful, and awesome. I couldn't agree more. Oh yeah, that's Nathan. He's here too. He's like one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. Damn right. Between the two of us, we have decades in planning weddings and doling out advice you need to make your special day more memorable than deplorable. Don't worry, Bridie. Bitchless Bride will come to your rescue. We are your wedding superheroes, your go-to sounding board, and sometimes your personal therapist. Right? And why not get advice from straightforward, foul-mouthed professionals like us? Foul-mouthed? You, Deb? 
that. <laughs> Have you ever known me not to swear? Listen, I tell it how it is. Find the Bitchless Bride podcast on pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. New episodes posted every week. Subscribe to us on iTunes and let the party begin. Let's get bitchless. The Bitchless Bride podcast and pod we trust, bitches. And we're back on Boston Sports Therapy, David and Andy. Dave and Andy, alongside the great John Meter Perel. Meter, have we kept your attention so far? I'm drifting, <laughs> but I'm here. Oh, my God. Coffee stat. So we just cast the film. If the 2018 Boston Red Sox were in a movie, and the movie was a romantic comedy, and you're going to hear the trailer right now, performed live by the Boston Sports Therapy Players. And uh, here we go. Meet her when you're ready. There comes a time in your life when you realize what is really important to you. Listen, Sully, I know how much you like the socks. Like, dude, it's not like with the socks, it's love. When the Red Sox opened spring training in April, hope sprung eternal, and the team's relationship with the fans was renewed. Pretty soon, things got serious. Starring Freddie Prince Jr. as Alex Cora. We're going to do some damage this year, but I promise we won't do damage to your heart. Danny Bonaducci as Craig Kimbrell. Every time I'm on the mound, I flirt with disaster. But hey, every now and again, it's fun to flirt, right? Don Cheadle as David Price. The fans, they hate me. Then they love me. It's okay if we break up. I'll know we'll get back together soon. And that's what's the best part of making up. Zac Efron as Andrew Benintendi. When I made that running catch, it was 50% talent, 50% desire, and 100% love. And featuring Casey Affleck and Donnie Wahlberg as those two guys who found the ALE's banner that fell off a truck. I saw that f***ing thing in the breakdown lane at Route 128 just before the Centennial Drive exit in Pavity. Exit 28, bro. Yeah, 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 I know. Listen, my boy ran across four lanes of traffic. If that isn't love, then I don't know what is. Coming soon to theaters, Damage Done, Hearts One. The story of the 2018 Boston Red Sox. I mean, dude, four lanes of traffic. And scene. Gentlemen, what'd you think? How'd you feel? How did that feel? Is it a winner? I was trying to channel like John Facenda and Harry Callis. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's a winner. Yeah. Fans like I like the casting. Casting was strong. Casting strong. Yeah. Casting strong. That's, yeah. That, yeah. That's the, the fabric of a, of a movie. For sure. Yeah. Um, you have to weave it in, Dave. Yeah, of course. What would the, you know, what would the Godfather be without... Um, Dustin Hoffman, of course. No, uh, I've probably got that well, wrong. If Hoffman was in it, he would. He would yeah. That would have been a blockbuster cast. It also would have been a departure <laughs> from the general uh, theme of the movie. Dave Dombrowski. Yeah. Who would have been Dave Dombrowski? I oh, yeah, good, good question. That's a good um, one. Ed Herman. I'm going to say Ed Herman. Who's Ed Herman? He was from uh, uh, the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, with the deep pulls. Dombrowski. Uh, I George think- Clooney. Tom okay. Hanks could pull off Dombrowski, too. Clooney could sort pull of, it off. Cl- yeah, Clooney's a little too handsome for Dombrowski, isn't he? Who else are we missing here? Dombrowski's a handsome guy. Um, Mon- John Henry. Montgomery Burns as John Henry, of course. Um, <laughs> how about, like, Stephen Pierce? You need, like, a uh, a brash, like, uh, kind of defiant guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
Pierce. I don't have a Pierce. Um, you got Cora. Who else? Who are we missing that are the key players? Um, Chris Sale. How about? I'll tell you. I'll give you yeah. a Steve Pierce. Go ahead. Kerry Tabaski's favorite. Who's that? Chris Evans. Chris Evans. The Chris, pride. That's pretty of good. Sudbury, Mass. That's right. Chris Evans, Captain America. Yeah. Vin Diesel. Vin. <laughs> Is Steve Pierce? Yeah. Vin Diesel does look a little bit like Steve Pierce, but he's way wider than Steve Pierce. Vin Diesel could almost. Vin Diesel could be a current day Jason Veritek. Yes, he could be. Could be. Have um, you seen Veritek lately? No, what? He looks like he ate himself. <laughs> Three times. Uh, well, you know, he brought us so much joy, and now he's just uh, paying it forward or yeah, something. Clearly. I, don't, I don't know. Clearly. He deserves coming it. coming in every man. It's okay. It well, you know, you know how they say that guy will never pay for another meal in Boston? He's just taking he's advantage <laughs> of it. That's all. <laughs> Well, um, John Mita Perel, such a pleasure to see you. Catch John Mita Perel, of course, on the ESPN uh, broadcasts. And uh, you've got a couple coming up, but by the time people hear this, look for you in general. Of course, BC football and basketball, so, the voice of BC no, football. No more basketball. Sorry, no more basketball. I've, I've, uh, I've left that uh, behind, but they're going to have a hell of a year. I'm looking forward to watching them. But sure. I, will, I will see you on the TV side on January Fifth, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, cool. Okay, January fifth. That's yes. the bowl game we're talking about. No, bowl game's December twenty sixth. Okay. W E E I locally in Boston, and of course on the Boston College IMG Sports Network. And I'm sorry, what's January fifth? January fifth is my next uh, TV broadcast. Okay. ESPN. ES- ESPN national game. It is a nine o'clock game. All right. So well, call me Mister Nine with, O'clock with Jim. Uh, uh, what that? was the guy's name? I can't remember his name. Never mind. Whatever happened to Martin that was Clark? Helpful. Martin Clark. I don't know how we didn't oh, get Martin that, Andy. Clark. You gave us so many clues. Martin Sorry. Clark is, uh, I think, playing in the uh, London Men's Senior Over 55 <laughs> League. Straight out of England, Martin right. Clark. Martin Clark. Remember him? He was on the no. PC team in 81. Oh, my goodness. We don't talk about it. Number Boston 33. College. The number 33. Oh, hoops. Oh, you, oh, you're talking about. Actually, the... it, was, it was more. Was he on that team with Rick Kuhn? I don't think he was. No. Oh, well, I've seen the documentary. Yeah. About, and which is, I forget. Or is that a, is that, was that a 30 for 30? Yes, on, um, Unfortunately, the, the yes, point, it was. The point shaving scandal. It's, it is fascinating to watch. And um, people who know the story know, but people who only have a cursory knowledge of it don't realize that Henry Hill was involved. Henry Hill of Goodfellas, Goodfellas. fam. Oh, he was course, very, very involved. Very involved in that. And he's mentioned a couple of times in the in the documentary. And I don't think in the movie Goodfellas, I think there's one brief mention. I think you gotta be paying really close attention to point shaving or something. As, and yeah. that was that was actually cast Ray Liotta. Who yes. does a Shantix <laughs> commercial now about I'm Ray and I gave up quitting smoking. Yes, which as our friend uh, Nick Stevens, Nick Fitzy Stevens, tweeted out recently, do side effects of Giantix include being freaked out by Ray Liotta in the ads? <laughs> and he's right. He's, there's something wrong with his pupils. Yes. It's very yes. strange. Ray Liotta is, is he's like a uh, bizarro, like, I don't know. He's, he's, he has something in common with John Travolta, like the constant reinventions and the weight losses and the weight gains. Does he enjoy a massage as much as John Travolta? He, <laughs> I guess it depends on what kind of massage you're talking about. Yep. But, um, yeah, he could be. Ray Otto was a great topic for us on morning radio because of he, course. Was, he was in page. He must have been in the New York Post once every three days. Well, the, yeah, the Naked City version. The, of course. The, yeah, the, our friends Lauren Gale from the, the, the Herald wrote about Travolta whenever he was in town as well. Go ahead, Andy. Oh, I was going to say, you know what the, one of the funniest things while I – was the uh, whole Randy Goldclank stuff? Do you remember uh, an EEI you guys would talk oh, yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> who was who's that? 
She was a, a woman who was the general manager of uh, one of the TV, HDH mm-hmm. here. And she apparently was drunk in the airport. Correct. <laughs> oh, I remember that. that and was, she dropped the, you don't know who I am? Yes. Don't <laughs> I you know remember who I am? that. Yeah, you know. Wow. That was a John Dennis special. He, he, he reveled in that. <laughs> really? Yes. You still in touch with uh, Dino? I am. I really? am. I Dino's am. down in Florida, right? He's down in Florida in yeah. the uh, lovely uh, Fort Myers area. Mm-hmm. And he he texts me pictures of his compound, and which is which is really inspiring <laughs> for me as I sit here in thirty one degrees. Yeah, he seems to be enjoying his his retirement, uh, with the the exception of being the occasional angry tweet. I know, oh. <laughs> like if you can, yeah, uh, it's like a stunning stunning upset that, that Elizabeth Warren won an election because <laughs> because of all of Dennis John's tweets, yeah, Dino's tweets, yeah. I mean, Dino doesn't know me from Adam, but I know that if I put a text uh, reply to him he will fire back whatever it is i'm saying um <laughs> even when i'm just saying hello anyway we're up against the clock here meter thank you so much john meter up against the clock Jump. <laughs> i learned from the best from all those uh knowledgeable years listening to you on, yes. and your cohorts on Glorious. weei so make sure to check out meter perel on espn and uh bc football in the future and wherever else you may find him me and andy will be back right andy Absolutely. Have I scared you off, too? All right, Boston Sports Therapy. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Hi, I'm John Mita Perel, here to tell you about Boston Sports Therapy, the latest podcast from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network, with Andy Bernstein, David Yaz, and a rotating cast of characters, including yours truly. Boston Sports Therapy, the treatment for what ails you when you've come down with Sox fever, Celtics pride, and Pat's passion. Make sure to check for new episodes posted at Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. In Pod, we trust.